Welcome back to the Monsters Behind the Mask. I am Dario, I am your host. Welcome to this new episode with me, my good friend Renz. Hello. Did it. <laughs> very, very pleased to be here again. My God, this, this episode has sort of a course on it. I don't know. How is it possible? Mm, yeah. Technical issues. Mutations. Uh, I don't know. That was insane. Okay, so um, dear listeners, if you don't mind, this for just for this time, we will skip the usual hobby news section because we are quite tired of recording this episode again and again. Over, <laughs> <laughs> we are just jumping into um, into the Russia faction review, and that's it. <laughs> okay, yeah, just, just jumping in the water in the cold water, yes. like the Russia one too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's perfectly. That's that's really, really, really good. So uh, this episode will be titled "Rashar in Sour," <laughs> like a, a typical Venetian recipe. Welcome, cari signori. Welcome to the city of the end in Carnevale. Welcome to Venezia. But be aware, there are monsters behind the masks. <laughs> okay, let's start. Okay, Renz, now, the Russia, as you know, are one of the two, mm, how can I say, post-the-boy faction with the guild um, that are very... Uh, how can I say, flavorful of, of the game of Carnevale. Um, they are sort of fishy, Lovecraftian horror monsters that live in the water, that they live in the water and eat people. So they are really, really, really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, they are very dangerous game-wise. They are very dangerous in the lore because they, are, they descend from a, an ancient civilization that l- used to live underwater. That's some, something like an Atlantis-like civilization, but way more creepy, way creepier than Atlantis. And now, with the opening of the rent in the sky, they they awaken again from from their fall. Hmm. This faction is, is interesting, in my opinion, because they they play in two ways that are quite uh, mutual with each other. Because they got the pure shark. The, the true monsters, the, the major shard, the pure, the, the, these alien species, and the cult of the gone, which is the human facade of the of the monsters. What what do you think about this this creature, uh, Renz, in general? Yeah, I really like the shard. Eh? Because the game is has a lot of water, because of course Venice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rishar faction sort of really makes the best use of that unique aspect of the game and I really like that and they also represent a really dark side of the flavor like the Lovecraftian horror and that's also yeah very interesting so I really like the Mass Faction because they make the most use of the unique setting uh, <laughs> so at least the, the aspects of, of the water the canals um, yeah, that's really interesting. And they're also 
uh, interesting faction because they have, like you said, the, you have the guild part, uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the cold part, uh, not guild, uh, cold, uh, and you have the monsters. So they have a lot of creepy uh, creative monsters, uh, and they also have a lot of magic. And that's a really nice combination. Yeah, it, it's it's an interesting faction because they, they got some major strong points. Like, for example, many of those are impossible to be drowned since they are water creatures. But some interesting drawbacks, like, for example, they usually don't play so well outside. It is very fitting, I think, since they are fish. Yeah jump or or crawl uh, and do mm, it's it's a good balance things usually when when you come to some really fearsome opponent with high level of protection or, or uh, life points drowning them is a good way to deal with with those kind of foes with the rashar usually hmm. yeah. uh yeah, that's really- we usually talk about the the common the, the faction common when we talk about the, the when we review our factions. So, what what's your opinion on uh, the Rashar command ability? I think the Rashar command ability is crucial <laughs> to the faction because it generates uh, uh, will points mm-hmm. in and sacrifices life points, but that's okay because you can use slaves. You can also use yourself if you do want. But it's crucial Before. because the main character, the main heroes, both spellcasters, main leaders, mm-hmm. they're very low on the will points, or at least for the for the spells you want to cast. So being able to get them back is really useful. Yeah, I totally agree. We've prepared that the, these kind of. Hmm, with the, so with the, the necessity to replenish with points, uh, the fact that many Larchard leaders uh, are very strong mage and they want to replenish those will points, uh, even using their foes as target of this uh, this command ability, we got some interesting trick that a, Rashar, a skilled Larchard player can. It's uh, it, it it's possibilities and uh, possibilities are always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we're going to discuss the leaders available for the Rashar factions uh, faction, and um, we see here three leaders: uh, Majira Shah, the voice of the gone that burns underwater. Rez, do you mind to to start with the Majira Shah? You're the most skilled player <laughs> in the podcast, uh, and the Majira Shah is uh, sort of bread and butter for you. So yeah. Yeah, the Regi- the Major Rashar is one of the best spellcasters in the game, for starters. Um, except for his will points, but we talked about that already. You can counter that with the gang ability. He's basically just a really good spellcaster, and what makes him so great is also he's a water creature. So one of the great weaknesses of most spellcasters is that they can be thrown in the water and be completely useless. He does not suffer from that. He likes being in the water, gives him extra protection, makes him extra fast. It's a great place to be. Um, he 
he has a he has a, a nice weapon which he will probably never use. It's more symbolic. Hopefully, hopefully never use. But even if, even if he gets close, just throw throw people in the water and drown them. Yeah, mission is about the way. Um, yeah, uh, I think we can talk a lot about the big choice is obviously which of the three disciplines you're going for. So we have blood rites, lots of damage, runes, and wild magic. Um, now I have my opinion on all three of them, but maybe uh, maybe you want to say something about the uh, Majorishar first? Mm, okay. Mm, my opinion, you know, the very first time that I met the Majorishar character, I was quite confused about it because it was included in the two-player starter set. And I thought, okay, in a starter set, I expect some model that is, and I don't say easy, but beginner-friendly, at least. And the magic not beginner-friendly at all. It requires time and dedication to understand all the potential that this model can unlock for a player. You have to to say to study, but you have to know which spells um, you can choose and which situations those spells are good. In which situation those spells are good. Major mm -hmm. requires some time to be mastered. And uh, the the I general idea that his model is fragile, I think that is not the the reality because as you said of this time in water, so almost immune to attacks because you cannot draw because m many models don't have and your protection 4 becomes 5 in water it's not squishy as I expected him to be the, the true focus of this model is, uh, is magic mm. me too general idea on uh, about which uh, this these spells with this model and uh, again I can say that it is on the sides of the game for that I usually bet direct spells uh, I, I focus on damage I think that this discipline is usually the best peak low duke for example, not 50, but 75 ducats, uh, right is, go is, is going to be my choice, because usually you will got less of uh, for, uh, to choose, for example, uh, uh, so probably the Magita Sharp will be slightly ahead of positioning. Mm, you got less characters, so they have uh, to count and have to to deal damage, and so the the, the uh, is is the discipline to pick in my in the low points games. However, ruse and wild magic, these the major share probably shines, and uh, these are the where, where the, the the true skilled player uh, come in play. Mm, 
I want to hear your opinion about uh, using uh, these two disciplines because you're very well more, more experienced than me in using my reassurance and lightness. Yeah, so, so I agree with you with blood rites. Blood rites is also if you're you're a beginner and you want to try this the magia, I just take blood rites, just cast blood lost on the biggest monster you have and watch it go to town. That's a very basic strategy that you can employ. Yeah, but fun. effective. Effective, fun, uh, and not too complex. If you want, like, a bit more complex. So, runes offers two things, in my opinion. First, it offers uh, a way to uh, generate new command points mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Fury, Fury Rhetoric, which is very valuable because command points are not something uh, you have a lot of. Unless you have a specific build for it. Mm -hmm. So uh, getting new command points uh, through runes is very useful. Also, of course, the movement spells. There are a lot of movement spells in, in runes. Uh, you also have the waves of force, throwing people in the water, also fun. <laughs> also fits the theme. Uh, yeah. Having your monsters walk between worlds is also really nice. So... Yeah, runes is sort of the generic good choice for uh, uh, the Majorishar. It does create him as a really support character if you go that way. Because he's not going to do a lot of damage. May I add that uh, you got access to the country of a universally good spell. Yeah. Because yeah. it creates the mobility of action. So, yeah. I mean, that's a great spell and with single points and difficulty seven is is a piece of cake for a Majra Shah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he, he does become a bit of a support character with only he, he, madness is sort of his aggressive spell then. So I play him with wild magic and there's a couple of reasons. First off uh, there's of course sleep they sleep on the water mm -hmm. which gives Fast swimmer, and are you thinking why would you give your models in their char faction fast swimmer? They all have fast swimmer, most of them. Well, I purposely pick the models that don't have fast swimmer but are water creatures, uh, and we'll get to that with the advanced hybrids, and they become <laughs> ridiculously fast <laughs> because of that. So, I like to make the slow swimmers really fast using this spell, and it's really easy to cast spell so. Second, Wild Magic ha also has a movement spell. They have uh, the Gateway spell, which is really useful. Oh, yes. They have an aggressive spell if you want to. They have the, the, the Summon Vermin, so you can do some damage. And I also really like Sunder Armor, where you completely remove your opponent's armor, basically. Yes. So My, Minus six. Yeah. Blow on any, any character that is hit exactly. by that. Exactly. Mm. So, so it has really... Nice options and healing, of course. It also has healing, so it's very diverse. And as the Magirishar has all the spells except one, you just pick the one that you don't think you don't need. But he has a lot of choice. So I like the diversity of the wild magic, and especially when I build my list, and this is important, it's also about, all about building your list. Uh, building your list around, for example, they sleep on the water. Mm -hmm. If you don't do that, if you don't need that spell, 
it's probably better to go with runes, especially with the re with recovering your command points, because the magic is can create sort of a, a, a feedback loop in spending will spending command points on gaining mm -hmm. will points, and then again, again. <laughs> yeah, as as long as they have uh, targets to to use the command ability, yes, it's that's exactly. totally. Uh, may I add a little thing about get use of getaway spell if you don't mind, uh, Rens? Of course. Um, you said use about the gateway, and just to be clear with our listeners, uh, remind that gateway allows you to uh, pick a character and remove it and place it anywhere within eight inches. However, the target character must go on uh, solid ground, so you cannot pick uh, a character of yours and put or, or an enemy checker and put it into the water because water is not solid ground. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I forgot I, it. I, no, 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 no worries. Mm, just because one, one can think, wow, I can get away somebody close to my monster in water and then drown or... No, unfortunately, you, you cannot. No, no longer no. can. No, no unfortunately. It, it is pretty useful to get your monsters on top of rooftops where they normally can't get. Hmm. And that's really nice. A Radru that, that can enjoy uh, an attack an attack with uh, attack from above. I don't I don't remember the, the exact <laughs> yeah. exact but that's but that's with minus five. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, and it's also really nice in certain scenarios where, for example, if you have an object ob like the, the object is uh, objective is on top of a building. And your opponent thinks like, ah, you can never get to it with your slower char because he's dex three. And you yeah. just sort of gateway him on top and then your enemy has somehow to deal with her char on top of her. <laughs> no. Yes, yes. Some flying monsters. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's, that's a really interesting uh, spell. So that's my opinion on the spell. So uh, if you're going easy, go Blood Rides, do some damage. Make your mm -hmm. biggest monster bigger. If you... Want a more sport character out of him, so you also, if you already have plenty of fighters, you can make him more sport character using runes, like moving people around, getting those command points. Uh, if you want to be diverse and build your gang, for example, around the fast swimmer, uh, you can go for wild magic, which gives you a lot of options. Mm. That's very interesting, Rens. Thank you for your opinion and insightful hints. Yeah, very good. Thank mm. you. The last thing to mention is his uh, command ability, mm -hmm. which is uh, not useless, but very circumstantial. And I think the main problem is that you have very few command points. So, I mean, if you had plenty of command points, you would probably use it more because they're quite sparse. Giving somebody first strike two. Um, yeah, you really need a good timing for it to be worth it. Yeah, I agree. Let's see the, let's see the possibility from time to time to use the command ability as a, a sort of um, panic button if you really have to engage with your modular shark and uh, just use the the fury of the gun on yourself and five. Maybe you can do something or just to finish off a a really dangerous but very wounded four. I don't know. I just a possibility. As you said, yeah. it's very 
very specific, uh, very specific command ability. So it requires the right timing and the right situation to be useful. Usually, I think I agree with you when you say usually your command points are going to be spent on uh, the faction command ability that is probably designed around the. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree totally. Yeah. My last consideration about the Magellan sure. Shard is uh, it's very strong, uh, it's very capable, and surely a great sorcerer in the game. But oh my god, it's expensive. Plus 24 ducats. It's a lot. It's a lot. And uh, unfortunately, you haven't got any cheap leader option here. Because Magellan Shard is about. The next uh, lead, the voice of the gun comes at 23 ducats, so it's not cheap at all. Yeah, and voice of God is way different. The first time that I that I look at the, the profile of the voice of the gun, I said, Okay, but exactly what does this guy do? Because I see a lot of command points, five command points is good. I got a mage one with the expert sorcerer one, so just a couple of spells, three if I count the country, with three will mine five. So what what should I do with this guy? Cast uh, difficult spells, but just once in all the game, and then I need to replenish will points using my command ability, or, or try to cast uh, three spells, but in that case, mine five is sort of a waste. I was confused. And yeah. even now, I think that the voice of the god has a very specific spot. The Majirashar is the the mage leader. The voice of the god is the pure leader. And yeah. it's not a fighter, not at all. The stats are just bad, just bad. He's an armed. He's got no 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 combat abilities. To drown using the voice of the gun is risky because of the attack tool. The only thing that him alive is a uh, parry two, and if creature you want to stay in water. The the place where really this model shines is in its common abilities because we got two. That is a quite rare case here. Blessing of the gun allows you to give expert offense two to all characters, all friendly characters within six inches. And Eldritch, Eldritch Scream uh, affects all the enemy characters within three inches uh, and it needs a stun to them. So, five common points and very cool common abilities. This is where the voice of the god plays. Don't know. Right, so, um, have you got any, any trick? Any, what, what, what's your opinion about the voice? That's uh, actually you, you, because you are the voice of the god. <laughs> yeah, there there are a few things you can do with him. Um, at first, he is uh, a support character. That's mm -hmm. what he uh, he sort of looks like, um, and you know he has free will points. Uh, that's kind of compensated by divinity because uh, cantrip of the sun uh, generate allows you to uh, to get new will points, replenish them. So that sort of gives him infinite will points. Which is nice, uh, and I would also advise then using uh, the healing spell from the divinity. 
and that could really make him very useful in healing all your himself and others. But you could make him quite a, a tanky model if he starts healing, because he has universal three, and I like it when the universe when the universe shield is equal to the protection, so it means modifiers never affect him. Um, you could go fade weaving, but I don't think that is very useful because then you would need to use his command points to regain uh, uh, will points. Um, if any of the listeners disagrees or thinks fade weaving is amazing on him, then I would love to hear <laughs> those opinions. I think fade weaving is better on high level mages because that really gives you the bonuses or the penalties for. Uh, Blessing and uh, curse. One yeah. last thing yeah. is you can use them really aggressively, and I like that idea. I haven't done that yet. Is to like because he has free, his movement is four, and he has free actions, so he can easily move uh, twelve inch of the battlefield, and then unleash his scream, uh, which has. Quite a big aura of um, three inches, so you can really surprise your opponent by just moving this guy full forward. Maybe even using a reaction command point uh, yeah. and just screaming. <laughs> and then suddenly, if if the opponent wasn't aware of it, you can really suddenly have his entire gang stunned, and they have to recover from that. You know, you said a thing that I I totally agree with. Mm, it's Unexpected how big the, the radius of uh, the other scream can be. Because, okay, it's three inches, but the base of the, of the voice of the god is 40 millimeters, so you're probably covering up to almost eight inches on the battlefield. So, on, uh, on a typical Carnavale board, eight inches is a lot, lot of room, <laughs> a, a, big, a really big area of stun. And if you yeah. play the Rashar in the way, that I think they are meant to be played. Uh, so throwing people in water and trying to drown them, receiving stun counters while in water, it's a sort of nightmare. You're going to receive damages over damages without protection. Just losing, it's not damages actually, is losing life points without any possibility to, to recover rather than go out of the water and remove the stun counter. It, it's, it's great. Mm. Yeah. But I think the voice of the gun, anyway, requires a little bit of finesse because, um, yes, uh, Universal Shielding 3 is good, but it's not what I think will, will keep you alive for long. No. I guess a focused effort to kill the voice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But um, yeah, I think he can offer quite a surprise in his aggressive mode, mm -hmm. uh, especially because he walks just as fast over water. I mean, he's a water creature, so you can really sort of outmaneuver your opponent um, and just suddenly scream and start throwing people in the water. I mean, he is in a large base, so that helps. You don't need a lot of attack dice to, to successfully throw somebody in the water. If they're stunned. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, Stunning he's, is always a good option. Yeah, and he's got those five command points, which is, uh, again, like I said, the command points come at a premium uh, in the Rashar faction. And uh, it's also, I want to say that 
the blessing of Dagon, it, it fits more with the, the cult theme. So he's also a bit of a cult leader. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's the other way to use him, not aggressively, but like really defensively, really putting him behind all the cult members and supporting them with healing and maybe other divinity spells and giving them the blessing. That's also a way to use him, like really at a back, as a backbencher. What do you think, Arends? Is anything else that you wish to say about the the voice or any tricks uh, to use it? No, mm. I think I think we got all the tricks out of him, <laughs> except mm. maybe that uh, there are some hidden tricks using uh, using fade weaving. Yeah. <laughs> We can't figure out how how to use effect how to effectively use fate weaving with this model. It's a sort of odd odd spot. Fate weaving on, on this one. I think that usually divinity is uh, is truly the the, the the discipline to pick with a voice of the god. Yeah. Universally better. Yeah. So in um, we are going into the third leader available that is actually not so available because the model is not being released yet. That is the flame that burns underwater. You pick Ursula from the Little Mermaid and um, make her quite meanier. Then we got the, the, the flames that burns underwater. This kind of gorgeous woman riding a, a huge octop octopus. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Uh, model wise aside because model is not is not uh, not with us yet unfortunately <sighs> you know, do you remember when we talked about the the difficulty of Rashar to field a cheap leader yeah the flame costs only 35 ducats <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> it's crazy expensive yeah. Uh, yeah and just, yes, it's all Because yeah, I, I, I was one to say I, I'm, I'm a bit. You already know my opinion because we already talked about it. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of the flame. I really think she needs a revision. Like you said, she's a lot of ducats. When something is so many ducats, I'm like, that's gotta be amazing. Like, like Dracula, like Vlad. Mm -hmm. is amazing he's scary when you put him down on the on the table your opponent really has to rethink his plans it's something you have to deal with if you put down the flame it's like okay, hmm. <laughs> you, okay. it's a big it's a big bag of hit points sure you're not gonna kill her fast that that's i mean that could be useful in certain scenarios of course she's not gonna die fast but yeah we both know our greatest weakness is only two action points. We can stop here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that makes her... I mean, she could be a good fighter. But now she's sort of a, an average fighter because she only has two action points. She could be a good mage because she's also a mage. However, she doesn't have the actions to also effectively cast her spells and move around and fight people. It's... She has to do too much with too little action points. Yeah, she she, she has she has to do too much, as you say, way too much. And she is in a sort of weird spot because if you want to use her as a mage, 
you are giving up the combat the 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 combat with her and it's a it's a shame because she's really great with both her tentacles and fear too you want to to put her into the fight and because of uh her ability uh command ability sorry she wants to be in the front line fighting but if you are in the front line fighting probably you're not going to cast many spells because you don't want to 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 be to trigger attacks of opportunity so i don't know the, the flame i i just want to she to be to be better but the two actions two action points is it's a true limit mm. It's it's a shame. It's a shame because the the discipline is actually blood rice and white magic. They fit in the theme of an aggressive leader. She gives up a thing like divinity or faith wavering rules. So any super spell is not uh, for her. She yeah. wants to to beat up your face with yeah. some really great tentacles because they are a stun weapon. So they are great with range three, like the 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 unleashed madman. She is a she is a good fighter, but then move three, move three, and only two action points is is not not enough, just not enough. Even if you are in water, you are going to move five inches, but you are then limited to the to the canals. So uh, we haven't uh, even talked about limited movement, <laughs> which is also yeah. very annoying. Um. A bit offset because she has a range free weapon, but I mean, if your opponent really wants, they can go to the rooftops. She, mm -hmm. I mean, she can't really do, and it's really a shame because, like you said, with blood rights, it would be fun if she had free action points to cast bloodlust on yourself and make her attack seven and start hitting people with tentacles. You can, you can do a lot of fun things, but now you sort of can't. <laughs> I don't know. The, the only the only way I I see play her is uh, using white magic and gateway herself. But in that case, you're going to gateway yourself out of water, and you know, don't want to be out of water because then you are stuck with movement three. Or the other possibility to play her is to pair her with uh, somebody who has a country of uh, chariots. Uh, so access to runes if I don't yes so access to runes but the problem here is the only model that has got access to runes outside of uh, of other leaders is the Sirena and Sirena costs twenty ducats so you are putting fifty five ducats in just two models that are unreleased <sighs> so yeah. so so difficult yeah. I don't know okay. my my my, my real I, I really hope that when they eventually release the flame are going to, I mean, the combat when eventually are going to release the flame, uh, they're going to, to tweak her a little bit like usually they do when yeah. putting on the market. New, yeah, new so. Kickstarter campaign. I don't know. I hope so too. Make her less expensive. Or if you want... Ducats is too much. I, I, can, I can accept 35 ducats, but in that case I want three action points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a fair trade-off. Yeah. I, I don't know. Otherwise, yes, cheaper will be better. But I, I can I can pay thirty-five ducats for this monster just as she is, but with three actions. Oh, she's a monster, so she can eat slaves too, yeah. just to replenish. <laughs> so, so, sorry. She's incredibly tanky, but yeah. my God. at the moment I don't know. I haven't, of course, these are my 
these are opinions. I um, never played uh, the, the flame. So we are theory hammering, <laughs> theory carvaling. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is this is a word that we should we should spread. Theory carvaling. Come on, remember there is theory hammer. Now we are theory carvaling. Yes, that sounds so That's bad. That's what we do. Ah. <laughs> we got. Shall we leave the flame for what she is? And go to the real heroes of the faction. Yeah, we definitely should do should do this. Okay, let's take a look at the heroes. Rochelle got a, a ton of useful heroes. Many of those are monsters that are quite cool. But the first one to be our under analysis is a human. Is the demagogue from the cult of the god. Hmm. This is an odd hero. Hmm. We got a support hero here. Quite on the fragile side. Protection 3, dexterity 4, 10 life points. My god, he's not great defensively speaking. Um, but the demagogue has a, a, a little spot of his own. The demagogue really wants to, to lead a bunch of uh, cult henchmen. henchmen. Uh, the, the place where really shines the demagogue is um, in his uh, passive abilities, just passive ability, sorry, and the, the command ability. Demagogue has got three command points for just 15 ducats. That's quite a bargain in the faction. So just for that, uh, it will be worthy to be included in a, in a Rashad gang, in my opinion. But the Mm, the sweet spot of this model is uh, giving fear zero, but fear is not bad, to any uh, friendly character within three inches uh, attacking, sorry, within three inches of the of the demagogue. It's good. Uh, I Actually, you know, I, I underestimated how fear can be annoying. Uh, even fear zero can be annoying mm, when fighting. For example, henchmen usually they don't have high value, high mind values. So with a value, mind value of two to three, it's very easy to fail that fear check and uh, see your opponent rolling all these attacks. It's not not nice, <laughs> not at all. <clears throat> However, the demagogue I think that should be out of the fight most of the time because this model has got. The, the most counterintuitive weapon ever. It's a wall of text, just to say that you cannot use your high penetration weapon against armor targets, and you cannot use your high damage low penetration profile against light targets. Why? <laughs> I don't know why. Ah, let's give me give me your wisdom about the demagogue. Yes, so first, like you said, she's a support character. She supports henchmen. Basically, her command ability says that all it only works on henchmen. Then we have the like the fear. Uh, there's a, there's an interesting combination with uh, Serena, which we'll discuss later. Mm -hmm. But we'll we'll I think she's the start of uh, a few more options in the faction that are fear based. Fear is something that that 
you see a lot in the in the uh, Rashar faction. So she represents that a bit. Um, and then, like you said, she has the most one of the most complex weapons in the game for somebody who's not a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> And it becomes extra complex when you when you should also see that it has the smoke special ability. That means even if you hit somebody, you can't hit them a second time because they're <laughs> suddenly out of your line of sight. Now that doesn't have to be a problem in this case because her intention is never she's not going to kill anybody. That's not her intention. That's not her job. Um, even if she might do a little damage. I mean, she could do some damage with the, the against low armored targets. But I think smoke's <clears throat> interesting because it removes line of sight. And if your opponent doesn't have line of sight on his models, he can't use command actions on them. So, for example, they they need line of sights to give them extra APs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Also, some spells, some buff spells like uh, Blessing uh, and Bloodlust uh, need line of sight. So it can be really annoying for your opponent if if you remove that line of sight from them. So that's interesting. It has two-inch range, so you can safely poke from uh, behind the line of henchmen in front of you. <laughs> because she doesn't want to hit. She only has 10 life points, so she wants to stay out of combat. Yeah, as long as possible. As long as possible, yeah. Just just poking them over their heads with with the, with a hot burning <laughs> burning stick. <laughs> For some reason, the stick also works and doesn't go out in water, so that's that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's not aquatic, but it still works once you get oh. out. So. So it's solid, uh, solid uh, char magic. Yeah, um, yeah. She's interesting. I think she's difficult to master, probably. But if you want to play her easy, just have her stand there, give everybody fear, use your command points. Yeah. No, I think that if you want to include a demagogue in your gang, you got two two ways to play to play this model. The optimal way is to play her as intended. So accompanying some henchmen, uh, try to to bolster them. However, you could just bring her in your gang to to have three more common points. That so for fifteen ducats is is not bad. Uh, it's not bad. Even if you're not going to use all of her abilities, actually the common ability is very henchman focused because it, it is dedicated to henchmen. Um, however, the, the the fear zero is useful and. Uh, Yes, the, the possibility to poke with uh with with the, the, the brand with the smoking brand just to disrupt and uh, annoy your enemy, it, it's good. But the, the the true the true selling point with her is the three command points. If you're not going to focus her on leading a a, a bunch of henchmen, yeah. that's my opinion at least. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, is any other trick or um, interesting way to play the demagogue in European RS? No, I think we discussed most of it. Uh, and that's also the second point which we will discuss later, is that she has a bit of competition now. <laughs> mm. Oh, no. It comes at one of your of the, mod, of the models that you love the most, I think. Yeah, also 15 points. <laughs> ah. 
Do you wish to, wish to introduce the Cult Enforcer, Renzo? Yes, the Cult Enforcer. So the Cult Enforcer, at 13 points, he was okay. He wasn't very interesting. I mean, it was nice to have a little stun fighty character. But then came the introduction box set, and he got a little upgrade, or she a little upgrade. Uh, she became sort of a mini boss with an extra command point. And like I said, command points come at a premium in Rashar faction. And so having this extra command point sort of really changed uh, the usefulness. It really makes this character like a mini boss, quite diverse. And if we look at the stats, they're the basic hero stats. A force all around, basically, except for mind. Um, good protection, expert protection too. It's nice. Good attack. And you're going to use this attack mostly to stun people. And stun is just great in this faction. Because what you want to do is you want to hit them on the head with the iron mace. And then throw them in the water for your monsters to feed on. That's the basic <laughs> strategy for the cold enforcer. It's nice and solid. 13 life, this is and good protection. This is a very solid model. And that's why I like it. It's it's really an anchor uh, when you have a lot of soft targets like your 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 leaders, all your leaders are, except the flame of course are, are these soft softer targets and the cold enforcer is quite solid. Um I've never used the command ability actually. <laughs> it's not bad on paper, but I think it's rather specific. Again, probably works best if you're surrounded by henchmen uh, to create sort of protective bubble. Uh, I usually pay way too aggressive to use something like that. So that's my my uh, my analysis of uh, of this uh, wonderful little model. And of course, it comes I, I... in a large base. <laughs> it's very handy to yeah. to throw and drown people. Exactly, it's five dice. Yeah, you know, and the first time that the, the I answered the cult of Forza profile was before the escape of Francois Cancharis. I thought, okay, 15 ducats for a brawler, not bad, not great, just average. But why should I take a cult of Forza when I got plenty of monsters with just a hand, uh, handful of ducats more? Of cost with way more interesting abilities and uh, way more interesting interaction than a cult enforcer, and then bam, we put a common point in it. And, uh, oh my goodness, that changed so much because now, as you say, you got this mini boss, this underboss that is really good. The the single command point shifted the balance in in favor to the cult enforcer, and. Um, it's really annoying how effective can be expert defense and expert protection. He's going to he, the, the cult enforcer is going to land hits reliably, and is going to parry damages reliably. And paired with the thirteen life points, as you said, it, it becomes an, a sort of anchor. It's not easy to be to be shifted away, and uh, the forty millimeters base help help the game of a uh, stun. Throw into water, drown. Even better if you if you come here, charge, stun your target, and then 
proceed to throw. Since I'm, if I am thumbed, I'm rolling one less die. And if I'm on a, on a smaller base than you, I'm, you are rolling one more die. So you're rolling two dice more effectively against me. Yep. And that's so frustrating. When, 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 it, when it happens, it's very, very frustrating. I have to, I have to, to, to find a way to counter effectively this model. Because he's a, he's a skilled fighter and uh, has got his utility. I don't know. Uh, they, they, they design a little, a little gem, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, playing against you demonstrate, demonstrated how effective this cult of Forcer can be. Yeah. I don't like reliable. it. <laughs> very reliable. And that, that's nice. In a game with a lot of chance, uh, the, re- the enforcer is just reliable. Mm-mm-mm. You know what? I'm quite, I'm quite unhappy about this um, new flexibility of this model because, unfortunately, I think that it overshadowed some choices that previous were um, were interesting. I mean, these uh, monsters like the Ugdru, Ugdru, sorry, uh, in the henchman section, but. Now, why should I take a monster like that for a, a, a little increase of stats while the, the, the Enforcer brings so many things, useful things in my gang, rather than just uh, hitting power or staying power? I don't know. It, it, it's very, very good. It's a very good character. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Mm. No, talking about Eros, because we are talking about Eros. The next one is weird. Yeah. <laughs> is the the the, the, connect, the connection between a henchman and a hero? We are talking about the handler. This character is incredibly specific. Incredibly specific because he wants to be fielded. I think when um, when there are monsters uh, in your gang. A monster that starts its activation, sorry, a move action within uh, two inches of the handler gains plus two movement. And this can be good. Usually monsters are slow, so if you are forced to move a, a monster onto dry land, the handler can be handy. <laughs> and the handler comes with X35 that is uh, quite rare among the faction. It's not bad. The profile is solid. It's a hero, hero stat profile, so a lot of force with X35 is good. His weapon is not bad, but I don't know. I don't know because I don't think that handler has got his spot unless you are going... Uh, you have got a specific plan on how to use your monsters or you're going to fill the specific monsters like for example the flame could uh, could be really helped by the handler uh, to overcome his terrible movement of three or playing the handler my opinion with a morgra or can uh, uh, really in- put the, the threat range of the morgra to stellar levels mm-hmm. But other than these situations, mm, I don't know. It's very specific. If you don't want to, to put monsters in your gang, I don't see why you should take the handler. But 
I don't know, maybe Renz, you've got a different idea than me. No, I think we're on the same line. He is really specific. And I also think you need at least two monsters for it to be really worthwhile. I mean, 13 points, he has good stats. There's nothing to complain about this model, except is to really make him useful. It's very specific. And he is a bit on the boring side. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't do a lot. He's not going to kill anybody really, I think. He's not very good at drowning. He's not good at swimming. All he does is make monsters a bit faster. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not really excited. I love the concept. I like I like the idea of having this guy with a pokey stick trying to <laughs> uh, make the Morgor go faster. <laughs> like it's <laughs> I like the idea. I really like, but I, I don't think it really works very nice. I, I, I don't know. You know, um, this this model reminds me of the of the Doctor of the Beast uh, in uh, the Doctor's faction. But while the Doctor of the Beast can really uh, is as a linchpin when you feel when you feel animals or pieces, okay, okay. Um, because of oh, his amazing commandability. And all the interaction of the companion ability, and so it's a true focus when you play monsters. The handler is just a guy with, as you say, with a poking stick just to 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 to, to tell the rider, come on, faster, faster. With the doctors, it really works. It it works because I, I guess it mostly works because it, it because of the primitive rule. But yeah. the monsters in the Rishar faction are not primitive. Not at all. So, so they're actually quite smart, some of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but, so yeah. I don't you know. can imagine this, 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 this dumb guy poking the Morgrower. Hey, go! The like, Morgrower like is rather <laughs> mindless, so it's like the intelligence. It's like, stop poking me. Hey, you, what are you doing with, with this poking stick? <laughs> Is that a toothpick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, poor handler. <laughs> Such yeah. a crappy job. <laughs> it, it is a very crappy job. Yeah. Oh my god, in the food chain is just about the slaves. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm oh, sorry. That is so funny for me. Poor handler. Speaking yeah. about some really big monsters. Yeah. Let me take a look at the uh, at the the super boss, the final boss in the Super Mario Carnevale. <laughs> yeah. The Morgan Hour. Yes. Ah. You have, you have the model, right? Yes, I got it. It's oh, beautiful. Nice. It's massive, and it took me about three weeks to paint it. It was a sort of nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> However, the Morgar is a sort of, as I said, final boss. Uh, it's the, the biggest thing that you can uh, find in Venice. And uh, he's a massive cost of 70, 78, 70 ducats. It's crazy. 45 life points with the three action points. The ability to kill enemy models uh, on the spot. If, if he's able to land enough hits, 
And even if he cannot do that, uh, he inflicts so many damages that he can just kill a model uh, in a single action. And uh, he, this is quite rare among uh, among the, 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 the whole Carnavale range of miniatures and models. However, fielding the Morgner is very difficult. Lucky plus. I mean, because the Morgner with, with 70, 72 guys, of course, it just won't fit in a hundred points uh, gang. I mean, you can you can squeeze it in a hundred points gang, but using a, as a leader the voice of the gun, a slave, and the morgue that is your gang. So just to be a question. <laughs> You're not going to win any objective-based game, I think. <laughs> no. So I think that we can try to talk about the morgue only from starting from 150 ducats uh, and above. In that case, probably you got a little bit of flexibility to field such an incredible creature. And even then, I don't know. I think this this is actually a more narrative uh, model than a true playable model. I don't don't know how to, to, to express my thought, but probably yes, that this is this is the the true focus, it, it's a sort of a narrative creature. Yeah. But probably yeah. there, there, there is a, a way to to play it effectively. I mean, I don't want to, to be feel the more ground against me without knowing it because it's so different. Prince, what, what's your opinion on Morgor? Well, that's, that's a good... See, that's the big difference with, between the Morgor and, and the Flame. If you feel this monster, you will be afraid because it will do a lot of damage. <laughs> because it's really scary, even though it's it's a lot of ducats. The ducats are not the problem. It, it, it really works. It's a re- big, fast, dangerous model that just swallows up whole models. Um, but on the other hand, it's a bit of... The model is more of a how far can we push the system... It's basically yeah. a titan in 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 a game of normal normal models. <laughs> yes, you're right. I think. But in 150 point games, yes, there are definitely options to field the Morgor, and I we will also look at the list, see if we, what yeah. we can do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not unrealistic at 150 points, but still extreme, of course. Yeah. Definitely. Because it's a big bag of hit points. And it's really depending on the scenario whether that is worth it or not. If you have a scenario where you have to get six objectives, yeah, forget it. <laughs> if it's a scenario where you get to kill people, definitely go for it. Well, since usually the gangs are to be chosen after the mission... Yep. That can be a nice surprise for your opponent. You know what? You have to kill each other. Try to kill this. <gasps> what? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, when, as you say, the the pro- it's not a problem, but the the the, the challenge with the morgar is not the morgar itself. I mean, not fielding it, but the the list around it. Because you have to face the the, the choice of uh, go full support to the Mongol, or try to use the rest of your gang to focus maybe on objectives, 
or to try to control uh, the rest of the board because okay, the board is, is massive, it's big, it just can kill a, mod a model in each activation. But I think that it cannot be everywhere in at any time. So, for example, in, in any model that can climb a, a rooftop can be safe from the Morgar, basically safe. So, mm, I think the true challenge in fielding the Morgar is lays that in, the, in that spot. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, because there's limited movement, so. Mm -mm. It's going up on the buildings, and in Carnival there are always a lot of buildings. So, yeah, yeah. Mm, if I can just add a little thing about mm, still the Gamora, uh, when I say that it's more, in my opinion, a more narrative model than pass me the term competitive one or at least balanced one. It's because probably when you fill this model, the, the 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 table, the the board where you're playing on, to has to be fitting um, for the Morgor. I mean, I, I really when when I play in Venice with my friends, we really love to um, pack the the table with a lot of uh, buildings. A lot of sceneries are uh, usually our calle uh, are not going to be good for a 50, 50 millimeters base model. Just for just to give you the idea. So because we we like the idea of Venice as a cramped place with buildings on buildings and uh, streets that are so tight that you can you two people can cannot stay uh, one by each other. So fielding a burger in that environment is. It's crazy. Yeah. And probably the Morgor too won't go in a situation like that. <laughs> if, if I have to think as the Morgor. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. You really have to think about it. And it's probably more fun to sort of play special scenario or inform your opponent or maybe do, for example, if you play with three players, then one of the player plays the Morgor and the other are fighting it out or something like that yeah i think it's probably more enjoyable to to use it in that way than to actually try to use it competitively competitively yeah i totally agree i totally agree <laughs> i i have to, to fill my mograph yet unfortunately we have the uh, we have restriction just when i finish to paint mine so i have to find the occasion to fill my nice mograph well, I would love to see a picture of it. No, there, there, there are pictures on my Instagram. Oh, okay. Oh, Follow okay. me on MonsterBTM on Instagram. I do that. Advertising. It's <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Riz. Yes. Mm, we are over with the Warcraft too. Uh, unless you've got anything else to say. No, I think we've said enough about this immense but, giant snake. I, I really wish to. I'm really looking forward to to uh, hear about your list, including the Morgor. But it will be at the end of the episode. Yes. Hero under our examination is the Radru, one of the most iconic monsters in uh, Rashar's stable. But it's not an animal. It is not mindless. It's quite smart. You see, you looking in the eyes, you see the smartness of this guy. 
<laughs> and I, I love this monster. is very iconic and really strong. Mm, not so expensive for what uh, it brings um, to the um, to the Rashar to the Rashar gang. It's very solid. A lot of life points. A lot of protection. Uh, very good attack and berserk. Berserk that is incredible ability. Uh, I, I think that this guy can really benefit from any buff that you can hand off during the game. But about nasty combos, I prefer to hear your opinion, Renz. <laughs> yes, so the Radu, like you said, is, is not mindless, which is, well, a bit unique among the monsters of uh, most factions. So especially, he's great in scenarios where you have to like to get objectives. Because it will be very hard for your opponent to get the, rid of a, an objective that is carried by the Radru or if he's sitting on a and protecting an objective. So that's really nice. Mm -hmm. um, he is a bit more expensive, three points, than the other monsters. Yeah. Which we will discuss next, but it could be crucial. So a couple of nice tricks. Uh, of course, Bloodlust is a classic. Really making him stronger. I also like the combination of uh, Sunder Armor, uh, the wild magic, wild magic spell, mm -hmm. because one of the things Radu doesn't have is armor penetration, and if you remove the opponent's armor and then let this guy loose on the opponent, then he has a big problem. Mm. So, yeah, the, the main issue is you have to make sure to where you move him, because he's not that fast. I mean, he's okay in water, but... Climbing Outside. is not his thing. <laughs> Outside he's bad. So, yeah, you have to make sure your opponent do doesn't just climb up on the nearest building and avoid him. Again, here, wild magic with a, a gateway could help out. As we, I, yes, I, as we were saying about the, the possibility to get away a monster on top of a, of a, of a building. If an accessory, the router is the the example about this. Yep. Yeah, and you could also easily just uh, fall down. I mean, he has enough life points, enough protection. I mean, you don't really have to like carefully jump down with this thing. <laughs> 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 just try to jump on somebody. Uh, I, as you said, berserk is great, especially on something that's already hard to kill. So even if he goes down to five, uh, with protection six. It's not easy to take down those last five uh, life points. So, Can you imagine yeah. two two activation or two rounds with a, with a Radro in Berserk state? Oh <laughs> my goodness. It's a sort of nightmare. I, I would go to great lengths to get rid of those last five. <laughs> oh, yes. Life points. That would be my advice. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. You know what? Uh, I was thinking about a way to overcome the, the slowliness of the Radru. Mm, actually, it's not not a problem of slowliness. Um, a way to to give him a better positioning. Probably, I would uh, include a lime water rebreather in a list with the Radru because, oddly, for a creature who that lives underwater, the Radru is not that great in diving since Dex thirty three. Is not exactly the best in town. So mm -hmm. a lime water breather giving you the auto crit on a dive action 
can give you 16 inches of movement while in water for the next round. And it's better than uh, two five inches movements. Yeah, you have to toss a couple of ducats in that, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's really a good tactic. I think he sort of floats to the top because he's so big. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, probably. Maybe it makes it hard to dive for him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor <Sort> Adam. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, the, think, the, yeah. the ability is fast swimmer, not good swimmer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. Is there anything else that you wish to to, to tell to tell us about Radru? No, I think we we've uh, covered most of the now. Let's this monster. We wish to, to take a look at the Karcharos. Karcharos. I'm sure Karcharos. this is the Karcharos, the correct pronunciation. It's like yes, a it's... Greek word. Yeah. yeah. It's probably some Greek monster. Mm. Like the Serena. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the, in, I look in the eyes. It's, yes, it's definitely Greek. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a big giant shark with mm. legs. <laughs> and arms. And... And arms. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things that usually don't find in sharks, but hey, it's he, he, the rent in the sky. You know, yeah, my, my daughter is scared. Which, okay, she's six years old, but she's scared to death by the miniature of the, of the Karcheros because actually I, I painted it while he's eating the poor guy, the, the poor novel. Oh. <laughs> so oh. We have to hide that miniature. <laughs> oh. So Poor... traumatizing. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I, I had to hide that image. <laughs> oh, yes, I feel so guilty now. <laughs> Bad no. parents are doing it well. <laughs> okay, sorry. Let's talk about the Karcheros. So, so the Karcheros, he's, he's, uh, he's been reduced. Uh, I think it was last year already. So he mm -hmm. was a bit stronger, but I think it's justified. He's really... Uh, yeah, he's really... You, you would say he sort of represents a glass cannon, but, you know, he still has 15 life points and protection 4, so <laughs> it's not really glass, more like, I don't know, iron cannon. <laughs> iron cannon. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, his main thing is his mighty jaws with penetration 3 combined with attack 6. I mean, it's just very lovely. And he's really a fast swimmer, so he's fast swimmer 3. Movement so six inches in the water, that's great. Fear two. I mean, if you want fear, you want fear two. I mean, that's when it really starts to count. And re-rolling all six of those dice, oh, it's just lovely. He, he is. He can be a bit fragile, so don't let him go out alone unless you're using him as some sort of a distraction. Then it would work. Because he, he doesn't really need buffs. He needs a bit of protection. Uh, mostly. He also combines well with, for example, the healing spells from the from the voice. Mm -hmm. Even if he goes down, then you could, could heal him back up. So that's a nice combination for him. Yeah, here you're not enjoying the berserk state. So mm. you don't want him to, to, to be wounded. If you want okay. to keep it alive, actually. But... As you said, it's a model that can represent a great distraction to to your opponent. It can uh, be played, in my opinion, 
like a sort of a, a spear tip into enemy lines uh, because if you stay in water actually you are going to protection five yeah. and as usual as usual uh, enemies that are going to try to hurt you in water unless they got aquatic weapons they're going to eat you around so your protection is now six and six protection 15 life points is not easy not at all <laughs> not at all I would not want to fight uh, Karkos unarmed in the water. No, no, you're, you're, you should—you be insane to do to do that. I, I tried actually to, to fight in that conditions, and I <laughs> I, I died <laughs> badly. It's quite weird. Normally, you get the advice to punch a shark, but this shark punches back. Yeah, <laughs> he, he got fists, so yeah, he can punch back. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> So in, is that uh, really a tactic against sharks? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> so okay. You punch them in the eyes. Yeah. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Swimming away is probably better. <laughs> <laughs> or pointless. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Sorry, you I distracted you. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I think I think we 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 can go pretty quickly through this monster. He's a nice aggressive monster. At 20 points, he is expensive, but not ridiculously expensive, so you can quite fit him in. Um, mm -hmm. Talking about his low, his relatively low life points, you can also try to keep a slave near him, but that can be a bit tricky because, you know, the Carcarus likes to swim around fast and the slaves are <laughs> not really fast, so... Oh. Um, but uh, it could We be can nice. say... We can say that Rashar usually don't teach slave how to swim. You know? <laughs> no. No. There was no to, way they don't want to <laughs> they don't want to lose time, you know. Swimming <laughs> lessons <laughs> are expensive. <laughs> okay. But it would be nice to have your snacks nearby. But, uh... hmm, handy. Yeah. Yeah, uh... I mean I think that the true selling point with the Karcharos attacking wise is the fear too. That is really great. Rerolling six attacks is massive. Yeah. My opinion, of course. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm. And the penetration of three. minus three is great. Yeah, I think that what the Karcharos is one of the of the few monsters who actually has got so much penetration. Probably only the, the Brachura, Brachura. Okay, the Morgar is crazy. But the, <laughs> the next one, I think that is uh, probably on par with the Karcharos. Um, no, I, I think it's the crocodile. I'm mistaken. I oh, yes, you're right. It's the, only the crocodile. Yes, I'm, I'm confused. No, the Brashira, no. The, the next one uh, is not good uh, in penetrating armor, but in just in crushing <laughs> people. Yes. The crappy monster. Brashira. Brachiura. I don't know. The Krabby Monster. Mrs. Yeah. Krab from SpongeBob. <laughs> Mr. Krab. Mr. Krabby. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Krabby. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, really... <laughs> <laughs> My god. I really like that mon this monster. He's not released yet. That's uh maybe this week. Let's hope. Mm -hmm. Let's hope. Finger crossed. Yes. I really like him. I really like him. He's he has a ridiculous uh, protection, seven and even extra protection. He doesn't have universal protection, so there are ways to 
you know, get around his protection. Mm -hmm. He's mindless, like uh, like the shark. Only fear fear one, but still still good. His main drawback, which I think is also an advantage, is that he doesn't have false swimmer. No, nope. where you can you can fix that with they sleep on the water, mm -hmm. uh, making him really fast. Movement seven then. Uh, and the other main drawback is that his amazing crushing claws have an evasion of two, <laughs> but three damage. That hurts. So be careful when fighting like dexterity six, like like uh, the the capo or dancers, because mm -mm -mm. <laughs> it's not going to be a lot of fun. No. However, you can just grab them and pull them in the water and drown them. So that's an alternative. In the way. the old fashioned way. Yeah, the old-fashioned way. So. Probably fear one uh, helps overcome this this weakness of the vision too. However, I won't uh, um, plan a turn uh, around or around uh, this ability. Yeah. It's not it's not something so so safe to plan on. But oh well, my god, if if the if the brachura hits. Is, is insane. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> damage three. There are no many weapons with damage three in the whole game. I think. Mm, mm, no, I don't. I don't think. But uh, the 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 the, the selling point, in my, in my opinion, on the Bershira, the the thing that actually makes me makes me smile is the move four with water creature. This monster is going to move four inches in and out of the water. It's like a crab. Perfectly at uh, at all at, at all when in and outside the water is it's lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And again, your opponent really needs to think about if they want to kill this creature at all. If they want to put all the effort in at reducing those twenty life points through protection seven, I mean mm -hmm. that's going to be an investment. May I ask a couple of questions uh, about the Bertura? Yeah. First one, do you think that this monster can be helped by the presence of slaves to 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 try to replenish life points? Since it, probably this is one is the only one who really can stay on dryland. What do you think about yeah. it? I th I think definitely yes. Yeah, that, mm. that's quite a nasty <laughs> combination. I agree. Yeah, and uh, you you talked about uh, casting uh, the sleep underwater to give fast swimmer to the brashura. In yeah. this case, do you think that when they release the brashura, are you going to play it? Am I going to play it? Yeah. Are you going yes. to? Yes. Yes. I'm really looking forward to this model. Mm. <laughs> My goodness. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely worth it. It's, it's a great creature. The only yeah. problem is not is not released yet, unfortunately. But finger crossed this week. Who knows? Yeah. We got a Morgar. Wow. We got a Morgar. Yeah. <laughs> any any other nasty tricks to share about the the Bertura? Um. So we got the the the, the option to give him fast swimmer. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the slaves are a good combination with him, like you said. Mm -hmm. Uh, of course, you have all the other spells, but um, I also like the idea of combining with the the voice of uh, Dagon, who can mm -hmm. give 
who can give the uh, expert offense. Expert offense, yes. Which would be yeah, a good combination right. for this guy. Hmm, that's true. It's always nice to, to roll dice when, when you got a vision too. Yeah. yeah. It's poor gold. It's it's so it's it's like a walking amphibious tank. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy armored and really really strong. Yeah. Want to to go to take a look at the Sirena? Yes, yes. Oh, this is the the mage monster. Major hero monster. Unfortunately, another unreleased model. Hmm. But she got runes. No, no. In my opinion, she's she's a little bit exp on the expensive side for what she brings. Mm, but because just for because because she's uh, basically unarmed. And uh, attack three is not good enough to try to to successfully drown people. Okay, you can you can always try, but mm, it's not reliable. Mm, the selling point with the Serena, I think that is uh, two com the two common points. Even yeah. if her commandability is, in my opinion, is not that great. Okay, you can. Pay her with, with other monsters, but now you're going to pay a lot of ducats. You're really paying a lot of ducats. I mean, um, if you pay her with a, with a Brashira uh, to give the minus two mind to the enemies and the, yeah. in combo with a fear two, minus four, to you, you're, you're going to, to try to do those, those fear check with minus four to your mind value. So you're going to, to fail them with a great probability. However, you are spending 43 ducats in just two models and put another 20 and uh, 20 and so with your leader. Okay, you're spending 60 ducats in three models. Way too much. No, no, no. it doesn't work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think about the Serena? In my opinion, she, she's, she's not bad, but you have to plan carefully when you decide to include her in your gang. That's my, yeah. my, my general idea about her. What's your series? Um, there are basically three things I want to say. So first you either pick blood rites or runes. So if you go for blood rites, I would use her as sort of this, I don't know, a sort of battleship. Like she's swimming mm -hmm. around, blasting mm -hmm. people safely from the water with, uh, for example... Uh, a battleship. <laughs> yeah, just, just shooting, <laughs> shooting blood magic. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, and and not getting out of the water, never, <laughs> never get out of the water. I th I think that that could be a fun way to play her. I'm not sure if that's worth the points. I mean, there are a couple of uh, blood spells that can do a lot of damage when done rightly. Mm -hmm. uh, like for example, the uh, Kraken's breath. Kraken's breath, know. yes. Yeah, Kraken's breath can do a lot of damage if your opponent is not careful. Mm -hmm. Um. So that could be a way to play her. The other way is using runes and then yeah. having Fury Rhetoric so she can regain her command points and then she could be a command point battery. And like we already mentioned, command points are mm -hmm. quite premium in the Rashar faction. So I think that could be really worthwhile if you have low command points on other uh, characters. So 
that would be a very useful way to play. And also with runes, you besides pure rhetoric, you also get, for example, the Walk Between Worlds or the the Country of the Chariot. So she would be more of a support character in that way and not doing any damage herself. Then the last thing, her commandability, like you said, is pretty tricky. However, I think if you combine her with the ability of the Demagogue, uh, that gives everybody fear zero. I think mm -hmm. that's the most interesting way, currently the most interesting way. Um, because then suddenly the fear zero becomes fear two effectively. Way more reliable. Yeah. Yeah. And she could be quite. Uh, I mean, her, the, the aura is quite big at six inch. Uh, and it could be a very potential sort of anti certain. Low level casters. I mean, yeah, you can basically example... shut down low he hero level mages. Yes, exactly. Re yeah, yeah. So, so, so uh, you have a mage with uh, mind four, and they become pretty useless. Yeah, mind two. It's not that great. Yeah. No, no, it's very risky to use. <laughs> so, Think of the poor it... doctor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the do the... il dottore from uh, the gifted, who yeah, <laughs> who's got mind exactly. three, you know, yeah. mind one. <laughs> I'm dumb. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yeah. trying to do. No, but that was a good uh, that was a good example of what I meant. <laughs> so, you, so like I said, she's either support character, giving command points, or you can try to use her as like try to damage as much from with her blood rights. So, but again, okay. like I said, yeah, twenty points. Uh, 20 ducats is uh, yeah, it's, it's not she's not the brute force of the other monsters no mm, way different than the other monsters yes yeah yeah but she can eat slaves so this <laughs> yeah. might be yeah. useful <laughs> she's more monstrous than the Majra Shah or, or at least she understands she, 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 she learned how to dis how to dislodge her jaw like a snake to, to swallow hold the, the pussy later. Oh, oh. <laughs> Majra Shah, it's way way more polite. Uh, no, no, I, yeah. I want my I want my fork, my knife <laughs> for yeah. dinner. That's how I imagine it too. <laughs> it's, a, it's a shame she's not on a bigger base. Otherwise, she could be a good drowner. But mm. at least a better drowner. I don't yeah. I don't know if she's bad, but. Attack three is quite average, not reliable. If if no. you run run out of will points and common points, so we are we are talking about a late game situation. Exactly. Yeah. But dexterity five is interesting. However, I I don't know if you are going to use her to to scale buildings, but dexterity five and she 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 is not she haven't got oh, sorry she isn't a limited movement monster. So. <laughs> We, all those tentacles are uh, she can really put them in use. I, I think the deck five is useful uh, for a protect for using if you mm -hmm. if you want to sort of ambush your opponent with your magic spells. So you put her in dive mode, mm -hmm. then her her protection increases by two and three in total. Mm, yes, because you are in water plus yep. one for every dive counter. So, so it, yes, you're going to jump up to protection five. And Not then bad. You could, and then you could sort of 
in the next turn sort of move out really fast and then still have your actions to cast your spells. Mm -hmm. I think that could be an interesting way to play her. Yeah, indeed. Interesting. It's a creative way. I like it. Thank you. Very good. Shall we take a look at the last hero? Yes. The, the priest. Dagonite Priest. This is the, the mage available to the Dagonite sub-faction, a human uh, sub-faction so available to the Rashad. It's, you know, when you were, when you were talking about the um, average mage uh, that are going to be shut down by the Sirena, this is the guy. That guy yeah. is yes. this one. <laughs> I've been thinking about him, yeah. <laughs> it's cheap. It's just a, it's just a level two mage. Mm, not great. Uh, not useless. Uh, it brings something that probably you already have got when you when you play the shard. Wild magic and blood rites. So uh, there, discipline is quite a, available through your gang. However, it's quite cheap to be a mage. And uh, the, the mechanic to replenish will points using the sacrificial dagger, it's interesting. Um, not that reliable because you got only attack 3 and the, the weapon itself doesn't do anything special. But if you can land a couple of hits, why not? It's an interesting way to, to replenish will points. The drawback here is that you are going to be engaged. And so you're not going to cast anything unless you want an attack of opportunity, of course. I don't know. The engage two skill is 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 odd <laughs> on this guy too. So I, I I don't really know where is the spot for for this model. But probably if you've got a, a general idea better than mine. Well, first off, he's, the, he's also the only one that doesn't get swimming lessons <laughs> in Aww. the entire faction. <laughs> <laughs> Was busy studying. Come on. I mean, yeah. Even the 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 demagogue is a better swimmer. Than <laughs> it's he can't blame his dress. No, I don't know. No, no. I don't know why he doesn't have fast swimmer. It's, it's, uh, this is the only only mage in the faction that doesn't want to be in water. But yeah, like you said, he's so typical. I mean, four will points is not really, it's not really that much for mind. He can regain will points, but it's sort of counterintuitive what you want to do with him. Um, what I think is could be valuable, he could be a source of more spells for other casters. For example, if you give your Majirishar wild magic, then he mm -hmm. gets cantrip of justice. Uh, and then you give this guy blood rites, so suddenly your, your Majirishar has access to all this. Good. Yeah, two two more spells. Yeah, exactly. So you could give him uh, Bloodlust and, for example, Kraken's Breath. Mm -hmm. And those are, I mean, they're nice spells. I mean, not too difficult to cast, so Mind 4 wouldn't be that big of a problem. Because you don't want really want to cast Gateway with this guy. Uh, no, not at all. Unless you, unless you want to... to uh, unless you want to... Um... To drain out all, all your will points uh, in just a single casting attempt, because yeah. if I want to cast 
something like gateway with the Dagon increase, I'm going to spend at least one to two extra will points just exactly. just to, to to try to the magic roll. So yeah. I'm living with one will point left. Mm, okay, better on site on that uh, the dagger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a shame you can't sacrifice your own models. Like you can stab a slave or something. Well, yeah, that will be that will be really interesting. That's that's really a shame. Yeah. Now, in this case, he really needs to like find the weakest model in the opposing gang that he might and try stab. to stab. Mm. Yeah, and then engage them. And then engage is useful because if you like fight an uh, I don't know a madman or something, then they can't flee mm -hmm. away. If that's the sort of target he wants to fight, like a hollow man or a madman. Yeah, so somebody weaker than him. <laughs> yeah, somebody weak. That's not a long list, but. <laughs> no, no, there are there are models weaker than than this guy. Um, even even frontline fighters. If you think about, a, for example, a newborn Strigoi, a starving Dampir, yeah. mm, there are maybe in the beginning of the game there weren't many. But probably now you can find someone to stab with your sacrificial dagger. Yep. It's not it's not easy, of course. No. <laughs> but at least there's the possibility. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Probably yeah if if you want to, to pay your as you say, the major Rashar with with a blood rights user and it's got the country of stars, I think. Yeah, can can that's be an interesting game. Oh, justice, yeah, you, sorry, sorry, sorry. Country of Justice. I mean, it, it can be really scary if you have them both next together and they're both casting Kraken's uh, breath. I mean, oh wow, that double flamethrower. Exactly. That that's a scary thought. I mean, he's <laughs> with all the fun we're making of the priest, he's he's not useless. <laughs> no, 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 he's not useless, but he's not so easy, at least. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, or immediately careful yeah yeah because if he gets engaged and your opponent decides to just throw him in the water he becomes pretty useless <laughs> you're going to be drowned <laughs> yeah you're going to be drowned which is like <laughs> ironic for <laughs> so much ironic <laughs> this was the last hero rants uh, unless you've got anything else about uh, about the the priest sorry no I'm, I'm, um, i think we were done with it yeah okay now, we have to continue with the henchman. Okay, let's take a look at the henchman. Urchin is the first henchman in our list. And uh, it's, it's an interesting one. Very cheap, low life points, low protection, a specific niche to cover uh, because of uh, the very good dexterity 5 and movement 5. And even if he's uh, mindless, it's pickpocket and slippery tree. So probably the spot, the right spot for this model is to try to steal objectives, steal will points. I don't know if they want to go toe to toe with uh, anything that is bigger than them because they got only attack three and protection one with the with the useless dagger. Mm. I, I think that they, they, they cover a very specific specific niche in the in the Rashar um, in the in a Rashar gang, but probably there are many more users. Friends, what's your opinion on it? I I really like the urchin. It's it's 
which has, in my opinion, a great profile for eight points, eight ducats. Mm -hmm. I mean, move five is really nice. They're really fast. I mean, you you can climb on top of stuff, which is also something you normally really can't with uh, Rashar. Now, attack of three is, you know, it's 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 normal. It's it's what's average henchman. So perfect mm -hmm. for drowning. I mean, protection one, yeah, it's it's ridiculously low, but it doesn't really <laughs> matter. <laughs> it's not really relevant. I mean, they have the unshuman rule, but you can also basically they they don't only have the special rule; it's sort of also their role on the on the on the in the gang. They're not going to be a high priority, especially when you have like uh, big monsters running around or really powerful mm -hmm. wizards. Yeah, so, they're probably the last target. Exactly. Yeah. So don't expect them to do a lot of damage. Uh, I I think the the pickpocket mindless combination is quite funny that they can steal objectives, but they really don't know what to do with them. <laughs> right. <laughs> probably, probably just ordered to bring it back to the. Maji Bashar. Yes. But yeah, I really like them. Eight points is, is really cheap. It's really nice. And they're very useful and flexible for eight points. Great, great little models. Fun, fun to use. Yeah, I got I think that other than than the the okay, they they, they cover uh a role that usually you don't this. I can I can say they cover a weakness that usually Roshar have that is a the, the, the rooftop game. Uh, since your your leaders are not going to 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 be on rooftops at all, yeah. your heroes mm, depends. Mm, I don't see uh, the great a great number of heroes that are going to try to to scale buildings, but then the urchin is. Uh, is there for that? Yeah, as you said. Yeah, because if you climb on top of a building and you attack, make an attack from above, uh, then you have an attack of three. But you can put those will points to use. Yeah, you can easily, easily uh, even mm -hmm. do some damage that might be unexpected because uh, from this unassuming model. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, they can they can pump out five uh, five attack dice with minus five penetration if they can complete a, a successful attack from above. So yeah, why not okay. for just eight points? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the second thing they're also pretty useful to achieve certain agendas, which are normal, like the jumping agenda cards and stuff like that. Which oh, you're right, pretty tricky for Rashar. And then suddenly you have this little model that can sort of do those things for, mm -hmm. for only a few ducats. Yeah, they they're worth victory points in the end. So yeah. good, good. No, my opinion of the urchin is uh, as Ryzen. Thank you, Renz. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> now for a model that's twice as expensive. <laughs> oh, let's do another iconic model. But I think that uh, for the time being, now I think that this model is quite overshadowed by. By other models, like as I say before, the Cult Enforcer. I don't know. I, I really used to like the the Lesser Udru. In the very beginning of the game, I, mean, I I look at the stat profile and say, "Oh my goodness, is he's so so nice, so average?" Because it's not as he hasn't got any special incredible ability, but 
this profile is so tonky and so fighty that I want to include at least one lesser Ugdru, and I got two since I got uh, the two player starter set. But my oh my god, sixteen ducats is a lot for Anchman. Hmm. Rance, enlighten me, please. Well, first I agree with you. It's a problem usually that very expensive henchmen are, in my opinion, always tricky to use. I don't mind expensive heroes, but for some reason expensive henchmen are... It makes your gang building a bit more difficult. Uh, but his ba his basic profile is very good. I mean, he's, a, he's attack 5 and protection 5, which can be 6 if he's swimming around. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, so there's nothing to complain with his profile except maybe his move, but that's sort of compensated by the false swimmer. But it's just it's pretty if you think like if you spend four more ducats you can have like re one of the really big monsters. Yeah, the Radru, for example, or the Karsharus if you need it. Yeah, but... so mm -hmm. that's a bit of a tricky situation. So he's not he's not bad self but he has a lot of internal competition <clears throat> of other monsters um, and he's pretty basic in that he has a good stat profile but he doesn't bring he's, he's the perfect monster to drown people mm -hmm. uh, but he doesn't have a lot of special rules or command points or you know anything special yeah he's sort of this basic good Henchman for a lot yeah. of ducats. <laughs> yeah, probably that that's the the only problem with the last Rugdru. The duke the cost. Sixteen ducats it's really a lot. Yeah. I really don't know if they if they reduce the cost of uh, the last Rugdru if he's going to, to see more more time on the table. I don't I don't know. Probably it would be, easy. Yeah. It it would be easier to include him, yeah. At fifteen ducats, for example. Mm -hmm. Or fourteen. Yeah, but that would mm. be interesting. That would be <laughs> fourteen. It would be very interesting. Like I said, he is the perfect drowning monster. I mean, mm -hmm. attack five on a larger base. Yeah, he can do a lot of damage. No, but I want. Then... To, I want to play it. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and they're iconic fishmen, so that's yeah. worth it. <laughs> and they're monsters. But... They can eat slaves, but. Yeah. Yes. We'll discuss the problem with slaves. Well, <laughs> yes. Of I th I think there if there are more uh, oh sorry. Uh, no, no problem, no problem. I think if there are more like uh, monster keyword boosts, sort of I don't know, buffs in the game or in the in the faction, he would become more interesting. Like for example, like they they tried with the herder mm -hmm. that specifically targets monsters. I think if they have more of that or better of that, it would become more interesting. Yeah, probably. Do you think that well, we will never see a greater Ugdru? <laughs> <laughs> I would like a hero or a leader version, maybe. If they... I would really like to see a hero, a leader version of Ugdru. Mm -hmm. And then he oh. buffs the other Ugdru. That would be nice. Oh, sorry, it's something like... a. Um, monster-centric uh, combat leader. Yeah, yeah, that would that that sounds really cool. 
this is all food for thought so my, my our dear uh, game de- game developers <laughs> yes give us a call <laughs> you know you know how to contact us come on <laughs> now what to check the aglaop yes the aglaop aglaop another greek monster Another Greek and and also another pretty tricky monster. Yeah. Uh, so well, she, she can eat slave. She, oh my god. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes, yeah, she can. She's like this mini this mini uh, spellcaster, like a henchman spellcaster. That that's her role. However, she is she has. Five will points, which is nice. It's even more than the priests. Mind mm-hmm. is four, which is sort of what you would expect for a, a henchman spellcaster. He's only mage one, uh, which, yeah, is also what you expect, but it's pretty limited. Yeah. Um, she can't do anything else. That's more of a problem. She has no weapon. Her, her stats are pretty bad, except you know she can probably dive. Yeah, like thirty-five helps in that case, but yeah, she's not she's not going to to stand up on a fight. No. And then we look at our disciplines, which sort of determines her usefulness, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because she only has one spell, she basically she basically only has one trick up her sleeve. So if you go for fate weaving, um, most fate weaving spells require you to be are good when you're a higher mage, so that's tricky. One trick I was thinking about, if you give her Fate Weaving and you give her a Blessing of the Sky, mm-hmm. and then if your Magi Rishar also has like Wild Magic uh, with Cancer for Justice, then your Magi Rishar and your uh, Eglopote, Eglop, oh, Eglop, <laughs> <laughs> a difficult name, Eglope, <laughs> can both cast it. Yes. So, <laughs> So suddenly you can you can cast uh, fate weaving uh, a blessing of the sky mm-hmm. as a mage free. So that's that's yeah, exactly. that's a trick. But like I said, she is quite expensive, so <laughs> it's not a cheap trick. No, no. no. Uh, another way to play her is to give her wild magic, and then give her uh, then she has ju- cantrip of justice, which gives her access to all the all the spells mm-hmm. of the casters in line of sight. So suddenly she's, she's not limited to one spell, but then she has more to choose from. Uh, for example, if your Majorishar has uh, blood magic, then they can both suddenly use uh, the Kraken's Breath, which is even which is also interesting if you're a low-level caster. Yes. Uh, and you can also give her, for example, Sunder Armor, Um which is also still interesting, even if you're a low-level caster. Uh, minus four to to protection is uh, is is not not bad at all. No. So those are a few tricks, but again, all those tricks come at a quite a high price of ducats. So is it worth it? That I am a bit unsure of, mm. because it's all a bit circ- circumstantial. You know, this is another thing that confuses me. 
because this model is included in the starter gang, in the Rashar starter gang, together with the Magi Rashar. So uh, I think that a new player that starts with that box, so Magi Rashar, Aglaop, uh, the two slaves, uh, and um, the lesser Uru, is going to have quite a tough time learning the ropes. <laughs> because you have two, two uh, one the, the the most powerful mage that is quite complex, and this model that is difficult to understand, difficult to master. So I don't know. The, the, I always thought that including those two models in uh, in that box uh, was quite an odd choice, but I don't know. My opinion, as usual. Yeah. <laughs> The problem is you really need to study all the spells because together they have almost all the disciplines except uh, divinity. So yes, <laughs> and that's quite a lot of work. Yes, that's <laughs> a little bit of work. And the second is all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really need to get the timing right with most spells because casting spells means you're not moving, you're not fighting. So. Yes, it's, it's yeah. even, even more true when, when you got only two actions like the Aglope. Exactly. Yeah. You're, if you're a Majirashar, you've got two. For example, you can move, cast a spell, and then move again. With the Aglope, it's not that easy. And um, the problem is with, 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 my, with Mage is always that if you are engaged by an enemy, you're not going to cast anything unless you want to attack of opportunity. Attacks of opportunity. So. Mm. It's not an easy way to learn the game. No. No. Mm. no I, I would be very tempted to just pay Ducat extra and get get a, get a second uh, uh, Ukdu. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. It's, it's easier to do more damage with two Ukdus, I think, then. Probably, yes. At least in a starter gang. At least in a starter gang, yeah. So she's tricky, uh, but we we yeah the the faction the Rashar faction has a lot of these sort of tricky uh, characters. Yeah, they're not they're not exactly user friendly, but I'm sure that players like for example you, who are really uh, smart, uh, if I can <laughs> say, oh, no, no, come on, but you can you can see that the various combos uh, and you're very expert in the game and surely can use uh, those models to a greater effectiveness i am sure of that but people more like me that probably are uh, prefer a more straightforward straightforward approach to the game okay i <laughs> i have to to go there and i will fight to that point probably are going to be to have a, a, a little tougher experience with a uh, models like the agalo yeah because it's it's more difficult to see those little tricks like for example the country of justice or the the kraken spread as you say uh, before yeah 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 i agree they're they're a tricky they're a tricky faction uh, to play but i i like i really like them <laughs> yeah. because of that yeah Mm-mm-mm. they're rewarding really rewarding yeah talking about models included in the starter set what do you think about the slaves yeah, <laughs> I'm not a big fan <laughs> of slaves. That's not. I a... know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> the 
the problem I, I don't mind one like having one slave to you to drain and you know just being a really cheap model in your gang it's it's okay i mean they're seven points so they're not they're, they're fine just allowing you to to take something more expensive because you take this really cheap model however their main purpose is to be this sort of walking health potion and to to help your monsters out however i don't think they're good at that <laughs> <laughs> and the problem is first is their movement they are they're, I mean they're, they're slow compared to the, all the swimming monsters uh, they're also bad at jumping like they can't compensate by jumping fast because they're dexterity free no. um, and for, in order to use their special rule they need to move into contact with the monster and that's yes. tricky. Yes, you're not going to decide when uh, you're going to to be eaten. I mean, you cannot be eaten during the activation of the monster. You have to be no. eaten during your activation. So it's a sort of a waste to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And and that's also a problem because at what point do you do that? Because they are ten life points models that can actually do stuff they, they they have an activation in your gang uh, i mean they're not good at fighting but uh, to attack too they might try to throw somebody or i don't know maybe a henchman <laughs> but the problem if you sacrifice them then you you also lose an activation model so you must really think about what what point do you sacrifice them like i think probably I think that probably that the the, um, the right timing would be after, for example, draining them uh, or using the 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 Roshar command ability when they're almost dead. You throw them in the mouth of a of a Radru. But as you yeah. said, the problem is that probably uh, the slave will be in the back lines with a Magi Roshar being drained. But then they have to reach the Radru that probably is in water and possibly into the enemy lines so it's very tricky yeah otherwise you have to i think that you have, you have to choose a place to put the slave in onto and uh, you, you have to say okay this is the place where the, the slave is going to be for example is going to be the living battery for the for the spellcaster yeah. and that's it but you're giving up the possibility to be to to fed your monsters with the slave yeah so mm, this decision uh, have to be have to be taken. Yeah, and because they are only attack two, they really don't have any other options. Like for example, we talked about the hollow men; they have attack three and mm -hmm. five points, which makes them still quite useful. And for other cheap models, like uh, they usually have a higher attack value or a higher dexterity, so they can still do jumping stuff. But the slave really, their stat line is. Pretty useless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a really bad stat line. They are uh, cheap. <laughs> yeah, but not even cheap enough, in my opinion. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think there are a lot of cheap models uh, that have a better stat line. Even the mm. urchin is one point more. Yeah. Uh, even the hollow man has a better stat line. Yeah, in the, my the, the hollow man, is, in my opinion, is way too cheap for what he brings to the table and to the economy of the doctors. I agree. I agree. Awesome. But even even the madman has a better better stat line. In my mm -mm -mm. Uh, it's just 
I don't know. It's not. I, I mean, I share my. Yes, please. No, sorry. <laughs> uh, we should share my idea about the sleigh. Yes. But, um, I totally agree with you about the um, how tricky these models are, and uh, but uh, since you 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 talked about the um, the madman, I wish to tell to to the Rashar players that slaves are not madmen. I mean, uh, madmen are key into doctors' play. Without madmen, doctors are going to to play very specific lists uh, or just uh, they're not going to be playable I think but um, as a Rashar player you can definitely going, you can play uh, without slaves, they're not mandatory at all they can be useful in certain situations but they're not mandatory my two cents <laughs> no, I, I totally agree with you Yeah. so if you think like Rance that they're not that great. Don't don't worry because they're not <laughs> they're not they're, uh, they're not mandatory. You can live but, without them. Yeah, but have, having one could still be useful. I, yeah, just to drain. I'm mm -hmm. just, I mean, but yeah, it's not like I wouldn't take in the starter box. There's like three of them. Yeah, way too many. <laughs> I don't know. Slaves? No, <laughs> it's useless. Yeah, I see, I see your point. Okay, um, shall we take a look at the next henchman? It's the, the, the Goloficient. Yeah. This is an average henchman. Like a citizen maybe, but way more fighty with uh, the Kopesh daggers with minus one penetration, an expert offense. And with fast swimmer one, they can try to keep the pace with uh, with the other Rashar. They're not bad. They are quite actually. I frankly, I think they're they're quite good for for their costs, for the general idea behind them. They're not incredible skilled fighter, of course, but come on, they are henchmen, so they are not expect incredible things. <laughs> mm, they're just good, average to good. I don't know. Four out of five stars. <laughs> well, probably yeah, three agree. and a half. <laughs> I agree. The, the, the faction sort of has two basic fighters and the other one we'll discuss is the hybrid. Mm -hmm. and I think the, deck, the the efficient is sort of the, the a bit more elite, mm -hmm. but they work really well with stuff like the, the, the demagogue and a few other boosters. I think they're a good template to be improved upon with spells and command abilities and special abilities. And it's quite easy to get like two or three of them in your gang as sort of a basic fighting force. And they really don't have, they don't have a, a, a real downside. I mean, yeah, attack free isn't great, but it's compensated by- uh, Experts offense. Yeah, and the, and the penetration, mm -hmm. so yeah. They're competent uh, fighters. Yeah, they're quite. And 12 life points is also slightly better. So, not much to complain about them, really. <laughs> yeah, they're okay. Well, they're quite average. I, I, I mean, mm, I do not expect great things by them. But no. I do expect them to, to actually do something. Yeah. Mm, there, are, there are other creatures, other monster or models. That okay, I I take a, I look at them and say, oh my god, those those are 
those points are probably not great. They're, they're not a great investment, but they're going to fish it. I think that a couple of those uh, can be can be put in any gang uh, without uh, without without any war any any worry because they, they can go grab objectives. Dexterity four is just average, but with three will points, they're they're going to they can do the the wonderful turn, their wonderful activation yep. once in a game at least. I like them. You can also really like you can them. also improve them with with spells. Uh, you can make them better. You can make them uh, if you start casting bloodlust on them, or, mm-hmm. or uh, uh, combine them with Sunder armor or uh, the command ability from the from the uh, voice, or even the command ability from uh, the Majorishar. Give them first strike too. Yes, I mean, you can do all kinds of fun stuff to to suddenly have them strike really hard and unexpectedly. From these humans, uh, let's see uh, another average henchman, the hybrid, just hybrid, not advanced hybrid, only no. hybrid. <laughs> the normal. Uh, this is basically the the, the citizen of the Rishar. The Rishar yeah, city. the citizens are from San Canciano. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know I I've been I've been in San Canciano. It's not like they say. <laughs> it's not full of monsters. <laughs> oh no, fishmen! No fishmen! No. I mean, I mean no, they're the fishermen, but not fishmen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hybrid. If we talking about the the Odagon efficient, we we say that they are the average fighter. The hybrid are the average dots, <laughs> just average. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably they're going yeah. to enjoy staying water away much than uh, way more than uh, than the Odagon efficient since they got past swimmer too. So they're moving basically moving moving four. Inches yep. in water and outside the water, more or less like a Barshira. Yep. But they got only protection three, and their weapon is mm-hmm. nothing incredibly great. They're good mm-hmm. feelers, I think. I need a cheap henchman that can do a little bit of anything. Uh, I take an hybrid. Okay. But yeah, in my I opinion, mean, like... my, my opinion, really, sorry, if I got a couple of Ducas spare, I would probably go for the efficient. But that's my 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 general idea. If I have them to those two Ducats uh, hybrid are perfectly fine. However, yeah, I I think I would say the same thing. I, I personally really like the hybrid, um, mostly because they're just as fast as water on water as in on land, and I think they are just cheap objective grabbers. They're they're not there to fight. I mean, sure they you can try, but it's not their role. Their role is to try to win you the game, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to, to focus on the win condition. So what are the objectives? Do I need to like uh, grab this thing or move over here? Uh, and they can do it quite quickly using using their false swim 2, going on land. You can easily use your will points for some jump actions. I mean, I think that's why you take them. And they can be... And while, while all your big monsters are fighting... And all your mages are out spellcasting. The, the lowly hybrids <laughs> is there winning you the game. Yeah, yeah. they're going up in objectives <laughs> and uh, achieving agendas. Exactly. 
I would never lose an activation from a Radru, for example, to to try a dive action to to have the agenda. But the hybrid, I can happily sacrifice his activation, even if I fail that the roll. Exactly. Okay, it was an hybrid. I I, I didn't lose anything. Exactly. Yep. So that's that. I think that's a nice thing in your in your game. Forget, and you don't need like a lot of them. Sure, you can you can have like three hybrids, but I don't know. No, probably one or two, yes, but three hybrids is going to be probably too much. We're going to invest in too many too many ducats in 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 models that are probably not going to contribute in a significant yeah. significantly way in, the, in into um hampering your opponent from achieving his objectives because that, that's the other part of the game. Yeah. You're not going only to win, but you're making your opponent to lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about the bigger brothers of the hybrids and one of your most favorite characters in the whole yeah. collection? Exactly, yeah, I would love to uh... my, uh, my favorite characters like these. Really, really. Now, <laughs> I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to shut up and learn here. <laughs> so the advanced hybrids. So when you first look at them, you're like, 13 ducats. That's already quite expensive. I mean, that's not cheap. And then they have like uh, protection two, mind two, and weak weak claws. So that doesn't <laughs> it doesn't sound very good. <laughs> not off to a good start. <laughs> Uh, but they bring a, they bring some uh, some stuff to the game that that you can really use. So first, there the good things is move five, which is really high, and attack four for henchmen. Attack four is nice, and they also combine with first strike and first strike one. And the nice thing about first strike is that you can also use it on drown actions and throwing. Yes, grapple. So. That makes them attack five and suddenly attack sort of attack five actions for 13. That's really great. And they also have acrobatics. So suddenly I think they're the only model in the faction that has acrobatics. Yeah, it's they're, right. <laughs> they're, the, they're the only ones that are actually doing all the, the yoga and the exercises. <laughs> oh, come on, look at those abs. Yeah. <laughs> they got the the eight, nine, ten packs, I think. <laughs> yeah. How many Nobody packs have they got? <laughs> Nobody else in the faction does their does their training. <laughs> I guess that's why they're advanced. But the fun part is with with suddenly you have acrobatics. You can, I mean, dexterity four efficient effectively becomes dexterity five when you start jumping around and climbing and stuff like that, and that's really nice. But here's the trick. Here's the real trick why I love them. Is you combine them with a steep on the water spell. The spell, if you cast them with your magic shard, gives them fast swimmer three, <laughs> and they combine that with move five. So they suddenly swim at move eight. It's they're and, crazy fast, and then they're crazy fast. Yeah, and you can start combining that with extra command points and stuff like that. But you know, even even if you don't do that, then they suddenly can move 16 inches in water. With attack five. My God. Yeah, yes, they, they're definitely great. Yeah, you know, sure, sure their, their protection is two, but they're in water, so they usually protection free, and you have to be a bit careful with them. And they probably won't survive at the end of the game, 
but that's okay. I mean, they're still just henchmen, so you don't, yes. you don't need to follow them too much. <laughs> they're expendable. At the end, they all henchmen are expendable. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, yeah. I think that I, I really hate about the the advanced hybrid is that they are water creature. So I I cannot drown them even if I wish. So I'm now forced to fight them unarmed if I'm in water and without aquatic weapons. So they're jumping up to protection four. And uh, I hate this. I think that a, a, a good strategy against Rashar in general if, is um, if they stay in the water, use uh, ranged weapons, shoot them. Because at least, okay, they got they got the plus one protection because they are in cover, but you are not fighting unarmed. Shoot in the water, <laughs> shoot <Yeah>. those fishes, <laughs> shoot, throw some fish bombs. In a barrel. Yeah. yeah, shoot a fish in a barrel. <laughs> yeah, I think that's good advice. Yeah, but that's why I like that these guys are so fast. So even if you're shooting, mm -hmm. then they can. Yeah, they're, they're closing close. the gap. Yeah, exactly. Really fast. <laughs> And then just you're mostly will be doing grapple and drown action with these guys, so don't worry about that their claws are weak. I mean, yeah, you're. I I don't I can't remember actually using those claws. <laughs> Me too. Grapples. <laughs> so my only my only advice here is to people who face the hybrids is uh, do not underestimate them because I did this mistake a couple. of at least twice, and I, I paid for my mistake. <laughs> I paid so much. Oh. No, they're, they're great models. Yeah. They're really great. Shall we take a look at the last henchman available for the Rashar? Yes. The newest one, me. actually. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Baby Cthulhu, Squiddy Face, the lesser <laughs> real. It's another premium henchman. 14 ducats is a lot. <laughs> He's really a lot. But my goodness, we are talking about a, a weapon that has got minus one evasion and stun. Mm -hmm. On a creature that wants to stay in water, and so you're going to be stunned while in water. I'm, I'm already sold about this. Well, this guy. I already like it. And I want yeah. to, to to see the the greater real too, <laughs> like for the Lexa Rudru. <laughs> Cthulhu nightmare. Yeah, Cthulhu nightmare. Let's blame the, combining... real. <laughs> the, the, the real. Combining the real, yes. So <laughs> as I was saying, <laughs> combining stun with a water creature, that's sort of your dream combination. Because if you're in water, if you, you, you start to drown, if you're stunned in the water, then you start to lose life points. So that's really nice. Uh, he has Fierce Hero, which is uh, interesting. I know it's not too useful, but you could combine it, uh, for example, with the with the hypnotic gaze from the Serena. Mm -hmm. If you have like a Serena and two of these guys, it would be a nice combination. But it is already a lot of ducats. I mean, yeah, fourteen points. Are you really going to have two reels answering? Uh, it's tricky. He has Mind Five, which is sort of useless. <laughs> Poor really. <laughs> he's not afraid of anything. He's not no, very no. afraid. Oh come on! Look at look at that face. <laughs> he's not afraid of you. 
he does suffer from the usual uh, like the movement penalty so uh same with the the Ugdru, so movement three fast swimmer two so he's not too fast but i, I think uh, most opponents will be a bit afraid of him just for that stun that stun combination you know, I'm quite convinced that the, this creature has got a great potential. I mean, mm, the the ideal condition for the reel, in my opinion, is to stay in water. Maybe grab a buff like uh, Bloodlust or uh, First Strike, I don't know, anything that, that boosts your attack. Yeah. Then when uh, another model throws at you uh, an, an opponent character, First of all, stun with the tentacles and then start to drown him. Because you got uh, attack four, but if the opponent is stunned, he's got minus one attack. So in, a, in probably one or two activation, you're going to, to kill an henchman with no troubles. Yeah. I, I like the reel. Mm, he's probably going to uh, damage even fighty leaders like I make an example of a Venetian Noble or a Capodecina. If the, if he can catch those those models, uh, a Capodecina, for example, with a, a vision minus one, is going to be hit on five. So he's not bad. Mm, he's really interesting against uh, actually anything because of the stun and uh, being in water because he, ha- he has to stay in water. If you're playing outside the water, you're playing it bad, in my opinion. Yeah. It's also a nice combination, for example, let's say you have a couple of uh, urchins. Mm-hmm. And urchins, even though they're only attack free, they, they sort of have a chance to like throw models in the water. So they can move really fast over land and then try to throw models in the water and then have the lesser Ugrul, lesser real come mm-hmm. in and stun them. That's also a nice uh, combination. Yeah, see, interesting. So those 14 Dukas, in my opinion, are better spent in this mod, in this model, than the sixteen with the lesser Ugdru. I I see more potential here. Yeah, yeah. The the, the lesser Ugdru is more tanky, so mm-hmm. more life points, more protection. But the stun is just very. It, it it really works well with. It reduces the attack, so it makes easier for drowning, makes easier for grapple action. It it lo- it it just really fits with the entire water attack. Theme. Mm-hmm. So it's a good complement to the gang. Yeah. Okay, Rens. What do you think about it? Is the reel over? I think the reel's over. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, as usual, Rens has prepared some lists to to see how the the whole faction can can be played in. Um, can we, I can say a standard 100 Ducats, uh, 100 Ducats, Ducats game, uh, 150 uh, gang designed for campaign, and as a bonus, uh, a list that includes the Morgrauer. Am I correct, friends? Uh, the 150-point list will include the Morgrauer for the campaign. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> we just one stone. Yeah. Okay, Rens, now it's up to you. Yes. I'm very curious. So- so last time people made us actually play our lists, <laughs> the list that I made up, we were forced to play them by people. So, so I, this time I came prepared and I, mm-hmm. the list, list I designed is a list that I actually already played against Dario. 
Clean ah. So that's why I know this list is uh, how it works and uh, <laughs> and it's good. So as a leader, you have the Majirishar and he gets to use his uh, wild magic. And uh, basically the spells you really need is they sleep on the water. That's basically where this, this list is designed about. Um, then we have the Cult Enforcer. We discussed him. He's <laughs> an extra command point. And uh, <laughs> your sub boss. So against Dario, I used uh, the Carcross. Mm-hmm. Mostly because that's the model I have. Uh, but you might replace it for exactly the same points by the Brachyara. Uh, so that's an option. Depends on your flavor or what you have available. Mm-hmm. Then for henchmen, we have an urchin. Nice, useful little uh, creature. A slave for draining for the Majorishar for his uh, command ability. And of course, two advanced hybrids. And one of your first actions will be to cast they sleep on the water on these two guys and have them move out in the water to tactical positions. And you have played against this list, so do you want to uh, comment on mm. that? No comment. <laughs> at, at first glance, it can this list can be can be seen as quite on the light side. I mean, the, the true heavy hitters here are the Enforcer and the Carcheros at the first glance. However, the the true hitters, the the, the two model, the the models that truly pushes the list are the two advanced hybrids because since they are so mobile with uh, the sleep and the water and uh, they can enjoy a, a very vicious five attack pool um, five attack five attack dice pool when charging and fast as they are they can really reach uh, the key positions uh, in no time and dislodging them is not easy uh, if they stay in the water, as uh, as we saw, uh, we, as we said previously, they're quite tricky to to be removed. Mm, you cannot drown them and uh, try to kill them uh, with, with, without going into water is very difficult. And then when and if you deal with the hybrids, you're going to face the Carcharos and the Enforcer. That they are going to come. It's it's difficult to to face this list, in my opinion. Uh, probably, I would focus. Uh, the the problem is, if, I, if even if I focus the Magic Rashar, is not the a key a, a key a key model. I mean, once he, he casts the 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 couple of mobility spells on the Ivories, I, I I saw Rens playing without the Magic Rashar. I mean, I mean. Um, it wasn't so involved into the fight. Yes, he supported the gang, but the the true workforce of the of the list was where they were. It were the the two hybrids, and in the end, the Carcharos supported with the Enforcer because even the Enforcer is a is a great fighter and a great commander, thanks to that single command point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you explained it perfectly. <laughs> I, I lost badly against this this list, so <laughs> now I say I see why. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So for the, the campaign list, well, mm -hmm. we can, so the main requisite is we're going to use the Morgor. Yes. So that's that's already 70, 70 ducats spent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what next? So I think the Majivishar, I like him. I, it's also in the campaign very flexible to choose all the different spells. And you can get some really nice combinations. Uh, so that's going to be your leader. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, just because I think it's really funny and it's also useful, two handlers. <laughs> there were two, <laughs> two guys with, with sticks trying to, <laughs> to poke the, the Morgor in the right direction. <laughs> the reason I have two of them is, well, it's a campaign, so one of them could die and you still have another pokey stick. And they're also pretty sort of basic. They're, they're sort of useful stat lines. Uh, not too expensive, they're 30 points. And you also want to achieve, like, uh, because the Morgor is mindless, so you also need somebody to hold objectives. These yeah, they're the, 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 they the cheapest heroes available, so exactly. why not? Exactly. Uh, and then the rest of the gang is going to be mindless, so that's also a problem. <laughs> so we, have, <laughs> we have two slaves, uh, you know, for lunch. Okay. And two, urchin, two urchins. Uh, or to grab the objectives and bring them to the Majorishar. Mm -hmm. Have some speed. Because I think most your opponent will probably be way too busy dealing with the, the Morgar. No, <laughs> <Not> probably. <laughs> you have no time to spend on urchins or handlers. No, I don't think so. <laughs> In the Morgar is another model that you're going to avoid so easily. Yeah. Exactly. And if your opponent does, then you have the the Majorishar casting gateway on it or something, you know, just get on top of the building. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to get the spot. But you can also go for runes and then you can make them fly and ethereal, which is also nice. <laughs> the flying Morgoth is a circus. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably even better. Go for, for runes. So in 150 gang, 50 Lucas gang, you're fitting just eight models. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. No, I, now I want to play this list. I probably have I to think... proxy the handlers, but oh my god, I want to I want to play this list so badly. <laughs> it's so funny. I think it will be a fun list. I'm not sure if your opponent will oh well, at least they will have they'll have more models. <laughs> mm. But I think it will be a fun list. Yeah. You know, in the end I think that the, the biggest drawback in this list is when you are forced to play at less than 150 ducats. In that case, yes. you're in big <laughs> troubles because, okay, if you if you keep the Morgan aside, you're going to play with the two handlers, two slaves, and two merchants. <laughs> that are just so bad. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah. No, it's so. If that if that was the case, then you probably have to go with the voice of Dagon. Mm. Then it's much easier to to combine to have the hundred ducat lists. So I mean, really need to play hundred fifty ducat games. I, I think that in the in the hundred in the hundred ducat games game, mm, you're actually going to play eighty ducats. You're going to play twenty ducats short because if you take out the Morgar, you're just playing with eighty ducats. Magi to endless to slaves and fortune. Yeah. So you're you're one probably two models shorter than your than your opponent. Yeah, that's <laughs> a 